Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Hello, hello. This is Ken Roshan on Voice America Amplified with myself in Tampa, Florida at the Hard Rock Cafe. And I had the great pleasure of meeting Brendan Boyd of The Pod Agency. And he is doing some great things. Uh, really liked his ideas, his vision. And I wanted to bring him in and share his story. And of course, Brendan, what did you think of that event, the conference, The Better Way? Better Way was great, man. And I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, this is probably my third time in Miami, probably in the last month. So I've been I've been spending some time here, um, but it was great. You know, great networking, great connections. Uh, Jay Monopoly is a is a phenomenal um, individual. He always puts on quality events. Everything that he's um, associated with, associated with is always on a level. So mm-hmm. I was happy to contribute. Obviously, I met you know amazing people like yourself, and uh, we connected. And no, nah, it was great, man. I'm, uh, it's, it's so crazy that it's over already. And three times in Miami and just in the last month. Yeah, three times. I mean, you know, I've been moving back and forth. When I just think about getting on the plane, it's like, because I got to go to the other side of the country. So I'm like, man, that's right. 10 hours, 10 hours, right? 10 hours, five here and five back. So, Well, not only that, there's TSA time, security time, and Uber time. <laughs> and there's, yeah, well, the one, there's LA one time. One thing about the security time, I, I am loaded up with Clear. I'm loaded up with TSA PreCheck. I'm loaded up with Global Entry. So... I'm normally in and out. You know, I always recommend, hey, listen, if you're watching this or so listening to this right now, to wherever you are, if you don't have clear and TSA pre-check together and you don't have global entry, I would 100% make that a priority for you to fill out the applications today or this week. Agreed. And and whether you're Globetrotter or not, it does make life simpler. But if, if, you're, doing, if, you're, doing, if you're doing 10 trips, 10 trips, it pays for itself. I mean, take $170 and divide it by 10, you're $17 not to have to think about being late and if you do two starbucks a month you can get clear and pre-check like you know it's gonna time is our most valuable asset so whatever you can do to save as much time if that's gonna be for yourself with your family even you just relaxing or starting that movie earlier or or listening to that podcast earlier just kicking your feet up waiting for the plane to take off it's all worth it Exactly. Uh, you know, when I when clear, you go through clear, they ask if they want eyes or fingers. Yeah. I, I always give a different body part. I'll say, I want belly button today, or I want, uh, I want nose, or I want ear. And I just, the other clears are doing this. The other clears are already doing the ear. That's funny. <laughs> so um, tell, tell us about the event, Better Way, because you've been to it a couple times. Yeah, so this is my second time. The first one that I went to, uh, actually, no, no, no. The second was Better Way 2 that was in Dallas. I actually went to a Better Way meetup. Um, so the Better Way meetup I went to was in Orlando. And it, it was the same. It was just on a smaller scale. You know what I mean? It, it, it was packed in Orlando. Um, the, the vibrations was great. The connections was great. The networking was good. Um, you know, Brandon Meffer was there still bringing the energy. You know, so like um, Jay was there also bringing the energy. You met so many amazing entrepreneurs just doing amazing things, inspiring and motivating uh, you to, you know, do more and give more. So that was cool. And then him and I maintained a relationship. Uh, he came on, uh, my podcast. Um, so we did that. And then he told me about this opportunity and I was like, yeah, I have to be in the building, got to be in a room. So I grabbed a vendor, uh, you know, vendor section ASAP. You know, um, a lot of people don't realize the value of getting out of their office or their zoom area and going to an event like this, but you get to meet people that you would never get to meet. Yeah, 100%. And if you really think about it, when people go to conferences or conventions, right, um, it's a bit networking situation, right? People have some anxiety about meeting people, but you're at a place that are people going to meet people. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you kind of dial that back a little bit and think about, okay, you know, I'm a little nervous, but literally that person that you're nervous to talk to is probably nervous as well but y'all are all in an environment that's cultivated for connection and networking. So um, it's, it's really a great place for you to have conversations. And most people don't have like a guard up 
or don't want to be uh, spoken to because that's what the environment breeds, you know? So you can speak to the speakers, hosts, management. You can really touch anyone at these type of conventions. And a cheat code when you're at a convention is, you know, kind of depending on the stature of the convention. If you grab that VIP ticket, or if you or or uh, you know you grab a vendor, um, if they got a vendor option, those are cheat codes because it kind of gets you in a different room and allows you to associate with um with you know the people that are actually involved with the event a little differently. So those are cheat codes too. Those are good. I, I got three more, and you tell me what you think of them. I, if you have a smile card, yeah. you can actually give it to people, and they can't help but smile. Hundred percent. Secondly, is instead of maybe asking what you do, which is kind of the go-to, say what problem you solve. Yeah, like not what good. problem you solve is actually them telling how they bring value to the world. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and then uh, just breaking the ice with anything that actually says, "How can I serve you? Like, who would you like? How can I help you while you're here?" Like, yeah, that's so just one thing I was doing was I was I was asking people, um, you know, what, what what's one thing you want to get out of today? That's awesome. And it, and it caused them to think. What what I noticed was a lot of people kept saying the same thing. Yeah, I want to get into networking. And you know, I you know I could have kind of peeled it back on a little, little bit deeper. Like, who do you want to network with, or who you know, what would you like to network, um, you know, around? But that's a great question as well. Like, what's one thing you would like to get out of today? Because it also makes them think. Because if they came and they didn't really have like um, a purpose for today, it kind of allows them to kind of circle it around and, and dial it in. Oh yeah, maybe I should have a purpose for today. So that's a great question to, um, to break the ice as well. Well, Brendan, I got to tell you, you, you inspired me so much. I mean, you are the one I asked to be on the show after that event. So that's, that's one like big accolade. I just want to say you inspired me that much. There's no, a couple, but you know, when you tell someone, you know, you're proud of them or you make a compliment, if you don't yeah. tell the reason why they're kind of lost is like, you say that to everybody. So I just want to give you the reasons why. Number <laughs> All right. When I met you, it was like we knew each other for a long time. You just brought me in. You cared about my story. And then next thing I know, you got the camera in front of me. You go, tell me, tell, tell, tell the world what you're up to. And mm-hmm. I got to really connect, but you got to learn. And yeah. you can- so that was one. Number two is you said, what's your IG? Okay. Now that's a common question that people ask at a conference like that. And this is a younger conference. A lot of millennials, not as much gray at the conferences. I got a couple in there. You got a couple? Okay. Well. Yeah, it doesn't show. Well, but this is this is for real how much you inspired me. I called one of my guys that's really good with social and I said, I'm hiring you. I just I just had the last person ask me what's my G and it, it's pathetic. Because my my social is really good, but when you rebrand yourself, you're starting from scratch again. And I think I have, I don't know, like a hundred uh, followers or 12. I mean, it's some ridiculously low number. So I have the content and he just needs to start putting it back in. And, but what I, when I looked at yours and you're, you're around 50 something K, right? Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, I, I saw what you do and that is why I pulled the trigger and, and I just called him. I said, I'm going to give you all my content, just build it. I'll do it too, but really give me a pathway. And what I saw you do is you take advantage of every opportunity to show your tribe that you've met somebody of value. And yeah. I just, I, I really appreciated that. Yeah. I think, I think people, well, first of all, I have to say, thank you. I'm very grateful um, again for the opportunity to be here, but for you to actually just share that, like you said, you know, you give someone a compliment and um, sometimes it goes overhead. Well, you know, a whole nother podcast conversation could be, why people just resist compliments. That's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. We can talk about that. You can have me back off of that one. Um, but no, 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 I appreciate it. And, you know, around the context and stuff like that. And not only do you say you, you, you received in, in the, the inspiration, but you executed and took some action. So, so that's great. Um, what, so how I look at social and just connections in general, I want to use all of my energy and the power that I have available, my platform to edify others. Cause it's really not about me. Right. So for instance, I had an idea. I don't know why I did this last minute and it's something that I'm working on. Sometimes I lead certain things for last minute, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a, a, a banner done and I'm going to get some promo tees done. And it was literally 48 hours when I had a decision. I had one day to get it all done. And, um, yeah, I just knew I was going to get it done. So I didn't, I, there was no thought of it not getting done. Uh, and I know I had a little time crunch. So anyway, I found somebody in Miami. He did it, got it done. Delivered me the t-shirts. 
So my very next thought was, hey, listen, let me make a video right now. Let me, you know, edify him, but at the same time show my gratitude, but let other people know that, hey, listen, if you need some shirts done or if you're in a similar situation, maybe you got something coming up, you're in this area, this is a go-to person. So he got like 10 referrals just off that post. I'm saying that to say, if you make your platforms and your social media or just your influence about other people and not yourself, it's going to come back to you anyway. And then you're going to be looked at as the source, the connection, you know, the, 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 you know, the main person making things happen. You don't have to be um, in a front. It's kind of like Jay's better way three. And he made, he made a, um, he made a note to say, Hey, listen, I normally don't, I'm normally don't even do conferences like this, but I purposely wanted to just kind of like tee it up and step back and let everyone else, you know, have their time on the stage. And that's how I like to look at my social. Yeah, you're going to get my content, but I want to show you what things that are happening in real time when I have the opportunity to connect with people. I'm throwing them in a story with the tag. I'm throwing them on the, um, you know, on the, uh, on the page with the tag or the collaboration or whatever the case may be. I got so much content anyway. I'm not worried about any, like, let's just get it all out. You know, like social media has such a short window that like you could post something today and you might be worried about, oh, the curation and how it looks and they got, these got to match my patterns like this. But like people don't even go back and watch your old content unless it's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. you might maximize what you have, put it out. You know, if you have a certain pattern or way you want to do it, cool. Just get it out, get it out fast and get it out consistent. Well, you know, when Jay said at the beginning of the conference, uh, you know, I don't want to be on stage much. I want the people that I'm bringing to bring you value. Yeah. That's a, that's an aspect of humbleness. And I find that the more you say how great you are, the less you are going to have other people say it because you already said it, which means that you wasted your time mm -hmm. because you saying you're great is predictable. Yeah. But you don't say anything about yourself and everyone else says about you. That goes to my next compliment of why I like you. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, when I met him, yeah. I, I said, uh, would love to know more about your your company and are you one of the founders? And he said, no, you got to talk to Brendan. He's amazing. And he brought you, and he brought you right over. And when I got to meet you, the people you surround yourself with and how they edify you are reasons that you know that there's consistency. Yeah. I, so I, yeah. I really, I really like meeting him. And and so you have this beautiful shirt and you have the hat backwards. Is the hat a pod? Is it also? Uh, so the hat, the hat is, this is a, this is a wolf's hat, you know? Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I'm a podcast wolf. No, no, no. This is a hat. It's, it, it, it's a brand that I um that I work out in, but um I actually just ordered some pod agency has to get done. But we do have the we do have the shirts. We got a couple of shirts, right? The pod. Hey, I want one yeah, extra large. I got you. I got you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we just got those. Um, my whole thing is I kind of come from a fashion background. Well, not kind of. I come from a fashion background. So even when I make promos, like this is probably like turned down. Cause normally like we like to design with the idea of a wearable element. So it's not just like, you know, like a novelty, um, but you know, we just need to get something for the, for the conference. But the next one that I have, it, it'll be a little mid, a little, little mid direction, but a little style as well. And uh, I want to congratulate you on winning today. Okay. I had this up and, and you won. <laughs> So I'm at the abundance group today in Tampa and I got to say this, you know, when someone has a, a word like abundance in their event, that's like a level, like that's really hard for people to understand what you'd have to do to experience that and say, okay, they earned it. There was twice as much food and it was all like lobster rolls. It was uh, lamb. It was, I mean, it was ridiculous how much food she's feeding everyone breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the entire conference. She's, sending 100 meals to different uh, homeless shelters and different people in need every single night. Wow. And she's saying, you do not have to donate. This is my commitment. But if you'd like to make it anonymous, because these are all abundant people. And yeah. I, I found there's three things about people that are abundant. One is they don't care what other people think. I mean, that's a, that's a cool thing. It's not, they don't care about whether people think that um, they do bad things. They don't care about whether people think because they want to be silly or they want to be goofy. And you're not going to tell me how I have to be because I just want to be myself. That's one. Number two is they typically are very much in the state of gratitude. Yeah. And number three, their SPH is high. And I wouldn't expect you to know what that is, but if you invite me on your podcast, I'd like to go in depth of what an SPH is. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Smiles per hour. Uh, you know what? Knowing you, 
I'm probably going to figure that one out, but that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, Brendan, I told you that I want you in my Dose of Hope book for several reasons. One is that you think like an entrepreneur, that you've been an entrepreneur for a long time, which means that you're always thinking about value. The fact that you own the pot agency means you're attracting influencers and you're helping influencers have more impact. So that's impressive. And the, the, the last thing is you bring hope to the world. Someone that doesn't have a voice, if they have someone like you that architects the podcast, the campaign, the professionalism, et cetera, you're really giving someone everything they need to just be them. And yeah. so I wanted to backtrack a little bit because we're going to make a dose of hope and I'm going to put you in hope is dope too, because hope is dope is going to the school systems and the oh, school. Nice. So school systems to me are kids that need one mentorship and two need to be inspired by someone who is cool that had a defining moment that relates to them, you know, yeah. for instance, a bad decision or a good decision. So if you're, Life is bad and you make a good decision. You could actually have a defined moment. I'm making good decisions from now on. If you are all good and you make a bad decision, that same defining moment is I don't want to make bad decisions anymore. So um, you're the type of person I think kids could learn a lot from. So I want to put you in hope is dope, but then I want you to do the TED talk and the TED talk starts now. So I I told you the three questions I'd be asking you. One is the big, big question. And that's who are you? So I'm going to guide you through the uh, template because we're verbal but otherwise we're going to kind of transcribe this or you can just rewrite it. All right. All right. Sounds good. Where were you born and what was your childhood like? Uh, I was born in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, Shout out to big old Boston. It's super clean city. It's probably got to be one of the number of cleanest cities in the, in the States right now, I think. Um, But yeah, so I'm from Boston and uh, you know, my childhood was traumatic. I would say, you know, like I've, um, I've experienced going to crack houses with my mom you know, my dad always left me on a stoop. You know, he never really, it's kind of like those movies where it's like, you know, the kid's on a stoop and the dad's always coming, but he never comes, right? So I've mm-hmm. actually really experienced that. Um, and then I just been around a lot of a lot of death. Like my mom passed away when I was 15, my dad when I was 12, my grandmother raised me, she passed away when I was 16. So, you know, I just been through a lot. Huh? One second, because I want to I wanna chime in on that. So your childhood obviously affects you. I mean, every childhood does. I mean, whether it's good or bad. But what in that caused you to be who you are today? I think everything that I saw, I just wanted to be the exact opposite. And I actually uh, spoke to someone about this maybe 48 hours ago, actually. And we was having a conversation about childhood and stuff and how, like, a large percentage of, um, you know, children sometimes will go in the direction of what they see. Like, they'll copy what they see where a smaller percentage of, um, you know, children are go in the opposite direction. So I was kind of like in a smaller percentage, I was going in the opposite direction. I felt like I was seeing, you know, my present and my future in 4D in real time. And it was like, okay, this is what I'm not going to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like I never, it never like uh, rang in my head. Okay, let me try this. It was like, okay, I clearly know this ain't it. So I'm not going to, I'm going to do the opposite. Was there somebody that you saw? Was there someone that you saw that you said, you know what, I like the way this person's living life. And I want to, I think I was too, I think I was too young to even discern of like what, what someone like needing a mentor at that point or needing just like a, you know, someone that was living a different aspect. It was just like, I really had a front row seat at all these different experiences that I uh, didn't want to be a part in. So I just knew that, okay, I'm not going to do this, not going to do that, you know. So that's kind of like what allowed me to, um, you know, I think I was more so, I wasn't really an introvert and I didn't really like uh, shut down or or keep to myself. I just made defining decisions, you know. It's kind of like, okay, this exit's blocked off. I'm not going to see why it's blocked off. I'm not going down that way. It was just more like decisions like that. As I got older, um, it was just easy. I was just a kid that wasn't doing what everyone else was doing. Like, they would drink. I wasn't drinking. They would smoke. I wasn't smoking. They would go out. I didn't want to go out. You know, I just did things that I wanted to do and not what everyone else was doing. So that's kind of like what allowed me to then discover personal development, you know, and, and uh, you know, find some mentors that uh, I could model after or get some, get some inspiration from. You seem like a person that uh, ponders and gets perspective and has great intuition, but you also seem like a person that uh, actually goes deep in gratitude. 
Yeah, I would say both. I think. I think. What are you a psychic? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. I think both. I think both are correct. I definitely. I ponder and I think, but I also don't ponder too long or think too long. Like I just process the information, you know, as long as I need to, so I can get a decision and then I'll make and then I'll make a decision. Um, early, I said sometimes, like, you know, I need to make uh, decisions on certain things faster. But I know what those things. I know what those things are. It's like logistical stuff. It's like I need to take this flight, so I should pack this bag today and not wait like two hours before the flight. Like you know, what I'm saying? It's, just, it's just like things. It's just things like that. But you know, I like to. One of my mentors told me like success loves speed, and successful people they make decisions fast. That doesn't mean every decision necessarily is the right decision, but you right. can make a decision so you can get some data back so then you can make some adjustments if need be. If you wait too long to make a decision, you have all that time that went by that you could have actually worked to improve the decision that you made if necessary or maybe even made a different decision, get an even you know bigger outcome and stuff like that. You're right. And uh, I was just hearing in the conference today about abundance is that the antithesis of abundance is actually not being speed. Yeah. Because if you're not going, if you're, it's about you making good decisions quick, you make good deals. If you yeah, make yeah. them low, they get cold. There's, there's low energy at that point. So I think it's like, it's like a, it's like a little bit of both, like, like speed in your time, but also, you know, pacing or slow enough that you that you are able to discern the information that you collect so you can make a, a good decision. But also knowing that every decision that you make isn't going to be the best decision, you know, isn't going to be the number one decision. Yeah, but you make better decisions when you make more decisions. 100%. Yeah. It's <laughs> so you're, like your shirt thing, that, that, that's a really cool aspect. You thought of it probably a lot later than you thought of it, wanted to think of it, but it, had you said, let me get to that later, the person could have said, I wish you'd called me just 12 hours ago. I could have made it happen. Like that's a difference. Yeah. Uh, 48 hours is possible. And I've been in the printing business, so I know 48 hours is, is cutting it tight, but you can do it. When you're down to yeah. 24, the person's like, why? Why are you calling me, Dave? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's why I wasn't really, like when I got, I probably got like two or three no's we can't do it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to find someone that can do it because I know someone can do it. So. Right. Cool. So uh, we got we got through uh, childhood, and let's talk about when you started getting your entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I was in college, and I think I was a senior about to graduate. I um, went to Curry College, and uh, I had started like a basketball league on the side, right? And I got the inspiration for that. Um, from Rucker Park in New York. They was doing these summer leagues and stuff. We didn't have nothing like that in Boston. So I started these leagues on the side. And um, subsequently, I had applied for a position at um, Reebok. Uh, it was a basketball director position. You know, in retrospect, I know I wasn't, I probably wasn't qualified for that because I'm coming right out of college. You know what I mean? It's a director position. You know, you, you need certain years of experience or whatever for that role. So anyway, I applied for it. I didn't get it. And I and it just made me upset. Like I just had a chip. I'm like, I'm in this, I'm in this category. I'm doing this work in real time. I'm with basketball players in the city. I got a league. Like, I I'm not, I don't I don't really feel, I don't really like this decision. So then I literally just went, I had a dream, and the next day I just figured out how to monetize this league. And that ended up being my first journey in entrepreneurship. So I was the commissioner. The founder, I played, I played, you know, basketball. And then I did all, I played, you know, in the league. And then I did all the marketing, like getting sponsorships. Um, you know, we had music, you know, getting sponsors for the jerseys, sponsors on, on the fences. We had, you know, the banners and all that. So that was like my first journey of monetizing the league, monetizing, um, you know, the, uh, the teams and, and everything. Um, but it was, it, it was because somebody told me no. So I just was like, I use that energy to figure out how I could, you know, do something that made me feel good. And then at the same time, monetize it. You know, I, I just came up a quote. I was talking to a minister at an event, a uh, book launch in Orlando, and it was a book about breaking the glass ceiling nicely. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, I talked to this minister and he, he inspired me to have this channeling of something I'm making a nice little gif of. And it says, I came up with, Life is a divine life is a divine journey if you choose it. And mm -hmm. 
it speaks to what you're talking about. Like if you have hiccups and you have all this stuff, what did you learn? Like you make the mistakes or you don't make the best decision. What are you learning? Cause it's a divine path to you actually being powerful. Yeah. So we're going to break in a minute. I wanted to give a shout out to the pod agency. And we're going to talk about who the pod agency is, how they can serve you, how to make the best podcast, how to have the most impact with your podcast in the next segment. And I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsors, which is the Keep smiling movement, perfect publishing and the umbrella syndicate. So, um, how do people get a hold of you? Yeah, so you guys can get a hold of me, um, Instagram, um, YouTube, all the same, at it's Brendan Boyd. So at I T S Brendan B R E N D A N Boyd B O Y D. Very good. And uh, how often do you do your podcast? Uh, so I got two podcasts. So my in person drops every Wednesday on YouTube. That's the Pursuit Podcast. And then I have the Imperfect Action Show, which I which I have um, I have guest host that host that show, and that's weekly as well on YouTube. Okay, so uh, and a couple of your superstar podcasters, you want to give a shout out to any of them right now? Um, you mean like uh, podcasters that I uh, that I enjoy myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll say you know uh, Xavier Miller, um, he's from Millionaire Mindsets. Um, he's a really, really fire podcaster, uh, David Shan, social proof podcast. Um, gotta give it up to my, uh, you know, my guy sound at the cat podcast in Providence. That's a really fire podcast as well. And my guy, Sean Kelly in Vegas, um, digital social hour podcast. Well, the reason I asked you that I knew you'd have a lot of people to shout out to, but you know, the, the podcast edition is called keep smiling positive podcast edition. And I am going to look to you to help build the best podcast that people should listen to, to have more information, but more importantly to me, the right attitude to have a life they love. And that to me is everything. Um, so we'll be back in about two minutes and we'll go deep dive into the pod agency and how you should have a podcast and how to have a successful podcast impact. We're back That's in the minutes. Ken Roshan and Voice America Amplify. America at facebook.com forward slash voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at theumbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. 
All right, we are back. This is Ken Roshan on Amplified, and Brendan's going ahead and showing you the Secrets of Success playbook, which he is going to be sharing a little more information, the gold nuggets from that. And we have a, a link already on Facebook, and we're going to share it on the show notes as well. So thank you, Brendan. And we'll go into that image. Uh, I mean, not the image, but we'll go into what's inside the book later. I did want to share something with you, Brendan, is I'm a big uh, advocate of Steve Jobs connecting dots. And okay. normally I do it at the beginning of the show because uh, Leo was going to try and give us some presents. So I will just share how I met you uh, very quickly. Okay. Yeah. So. I did something called the marketers cruise and that was captain Lou Edwards. And he brings like 450 marketers together. And I went that years and years. And I met a gentleman named Ray Perez. Oh, it's, Ray, oh, it's actually called the marketers cruise. It's the actual cruise. Yeah. It's called okay. the marketers cruise.com. And they get about 450 people to go. They just, I think had their 15th year. Maybe it's even more than that. They, they, they've done a lot. I've been doing it since 2015. And I met a gentleman named Ray Perez who owns a, a site called, my 360. And I think when I communicated with you via text, I might've put uh, Dr. Smiley 360 and it came up with all my links, all my social. And of course the Instagram is like boohoo, like cry, cry. I mean, I, when I, when you asked for my Instagram, I thought, is he going to evaluate whether this is worth being on the show? <laughs> um, and you probably did, but when you Google and you see a little more, you, you see that it, it, there's a lot more to be said than my Instagram, but there's a gentleman that was just a superstar at My360, and his name is Leo Clamaco, and he is the guy that was in the back center, and he was a sponsor at the event. And Raquel Sharp, who was uh, one of the salespeople there and helping really generate a lot of interest at his booth, they invited me to the event. And I saw who he was, believe it or not, not the event. Better way, I never Googled it. Just Leo being a man that stands up when someone says, who would like to do this? And I'm talking about who would like to invest, not just like who would like to do. Yeah. Who would like to invest? Stood up. Who would like to invest? He stands up. Who would like to invest? He stands up. He keeps standing up. And I keep thinking, this is a dude I will follow because he doesn't need to hear. He already knows where he wants to go. And that's fast and up. So when he told me he was at this event and they invested to be there, I said, Leo, I will do everything I can to get a ticket and come and see you. And if you recall, I said, I'm only here five hours. Well, that's how long I was there. And, and I got to meet you as a result of that. And I take these things seriously because we don't know why we're at places. Sometimes we just have an internal like feeling that we're supposed to do it. I agree. And so many great things. I met so many amazing people that I don't even know really who they are. I just know who they're being. They're being abundance. They're being powerful and they're being unstoppable. And so when I saw you and I just said, hey, uh, I had a little break and uh, would you like to be on the show Monday? And you said, I'm on like that. And I said, then you got it. You yeah. got it. And you know what it's like when you need someone to say yes and like that. So I just want to acknowledge you again and say, it's interesting that all these dots connect to how could I have even known you if it wasn't for Leo saying, yeah, come on down. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big advocate for taking advantage of opportunities, um, those that you create and those that are presented. So, you know, first, I want to say, again, I'm very appreciative and grateful for you sharing that. And uh, this opportunity is, is, is amazing. So those that are watching or listening live or on a playback, I hope that you're getting something for this in real time or during a playback. But one thing I would say is that you know, we all, as human beings, I think we all have an innate feeling of, okay, I feel some, I feel some pressure, some anxiety, or I feel some excitement. And I think when, whenever you are in those moments in your life in a day or whatever the case may be, those are different decisions that you can make. And generally, you may, some people may kind of like go in like, okay, I'm not going to take that opportunity. But I think those are really like our bodies telling ourselves like, this is an area of growth. So this is an area of opportunity. This is an area that could that could potentially make a change or, or provide something for you. And if mm -hmm. we leap more into those feelings, I think more abundance can come out of that. So, you know, sometimes most people would feel like a little anxious, like, oh, I'm not going to do that. But I think if you uh, have that feeling again and you kind of lean into it, I think you'll see more is going to come out of that, plus the absence of you feeling like that in the future. So I'm, I'll give you an example. I remember when I first was speaking on stage, 
And I think my first speaking engagement, this is, I don't even know why this was my first speaking engagement, but our first speaking engagement was a high school commencement. Like, like, you know, I was giving wow. the commencement at a high school and a friend of mine, he just like my story, saw what I was doing in the city. He was like, yo, would you go do this? I think it was like for English high school in Boston or something. I said, yes. Now I never gave a speech before I wrote it and I read it, but I remember just feeling that pressure or whatever it was, the sweaty palms or whatever, leading all up until I got on the stage. But as I started to say yes to more of those opportunities, that feeling completely went away and it created the version of me that loves to go on stage, that loves to talk to people, that get fired up. That's like, yo, what should I share today? What information should I put together? What do they want to, you know? And I think that those are the areas in which you want to grow. So I would lean more into that. So yeah, you you know, you you told me that you had an opportunity to get on. I'm like, can we get on to now? Can we get on now? Like, you know what I mean? So I like I like saying yes to uh, to different opportunities to have the uh, the ability to impact, inspire, motivate, and just encourage people. You know, because you never know who's listening or who's watching and who's gonna get whatever they're meant to get because they're actually here in real time. And you never know if you're gonna get a second chance. I mean, it's it's. It's not like Oprah's dialing someone saying, there's an opportunity. Can I get back to you? This isn't convenient, right? Yeah. And I, when you did the sweaty palms, I thought you were going to break into Eminem. Nah, 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 nah. Those are real know, sweaty palms, though. So, yeah, I know what you mean. So I, I want to share with you uh, what was happening maybe an hour before I asked you. So I was in contemplation because I was praying to God. I said, tell me what I'm supposed to do with this opportunity because this shows – an inexpensive proposition, meaning there's a lot of effort that goes into it after the show, not just in the show, during the show. And so the protocol is you're supposed to have an emergency guest. That's, that's good protocol. Okay. And, and we don't abide by that enough because, you know, you don't want to punish someone every week with, I don't need you again. I don't need you again. I don't need you again. Right. So back in the day when I had a DJ company, we would alternate the emergency person. They got paid not to have the emergency. They got paid a hundred bucks. So we don't need you. You get a hundred bucks. And it was 24,000 to have that emergency plan in place, believe it or not, because it was four slots a weekend. All right. Anyway, um, the second part is have three in the can, have shows in the can. So you just dial up and you say, hey, we're gonna have to burn one in the can, pick this one of this one. or what. And we used them all because I'm traveling so much on the road. I have. And then so that was number two. And so I was thinking what always happens, what always happens is when I pray, all of a sudden, the answer comes right before me. Mm. Do you know there's no way I could ask you if you would be on the show today if I had an emergency guest or if I had one? Yeah, yeah. So, if, you, if you still had one in the can, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> so, so the cool thing is it's, it's, it's the blend. You yeah. have to have some uncomfortable aspect. And so one quarter of our shows, believe it or not, are spontaneous. Not by design. They just happen to be like when you travel this much, you don't want to say, Oh my God, I love you. I would love to have you on my show, but I'm not, a, you're not going to be able to get my show for six months. That's not <laughs> going to really cut it. So I actually have on purpose every three or four shows, I have an opening for that reason. I don't want people to wait to get on yeah. the show. So let's talk about um, what else, what else do you have to say about how you created who you are? That's the last thing I want to complete on that first section of the a chapter. So what else? Yeah, do you I, you know, I, I, I would say, I just always had this hunger and this desire just to grow and improve. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and with that, with that being said, like discipline has always been something that that has uh inspired me. And I feel like it's it's how people become successful. So I've always wanted to become that version of me that God designed me to become. And I felt like I needed to dig a little bit deeper to do that. So what does that mean? That means I needed to have more structure. I needed to get access to more information. I needed to be around, you know, more people that had information or just was doing things that I didn't even have access to. So that led me just to create, you know, a nice little solid morning routine, you know, get certain things done, you know, really channel into my discernment, you know, hold, hold myself in accountable standards. So what do I mean? I'll give you an example. I'm traveling just like you. Who's that better way? I couldn't get my morning workout done. So at the end of the conference, I was like, you know, everyone's going out to eat or whatever. I'm like, well, I need to go home and get this workout done. Hmm. So, you know, it's just me in the gym, you know, with the lights and the weights, <laughs> getting, getting to it. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you just have to have 
the structure for the things that you need to get done, knowing that, listen, if it's not working for you, it's working on you. That's, that's you know, something that one of my mentors said. And this is always want to improve, you know, just so, you know, when I wake up, I'm praying, I'm reading. I got my audio book. I'm hitting the gym. I got, I'm getting my walk in. I'm doing my, med- I'm doing my meditation. You, you know what I mean? I'm you know what? Can I, can I put it down that I want to see coming to my life? I'm doing all these things. I want to say something. You said about maybe a minute ago, I, I have to get my morning routine in or I have to get my workout in. And I want to say something to you as uh, the young grasshopper. Okay. So I'm the older grasshopper, right? Okay. Yeah. So because I care about you, I want to say this because I've said this before to people. In fact, I even said it to my son the other day. He says, I have to write this book. My 10th book is called, my 12th book is called What I Learned in My First 10 Years. Okay. Oh, and it's okay. 10 years old. He's writing this book. But he said, I have to write this. And you said, I have to go to my workout. And I said, no, no, no. You get to. Yeah, I get to. No, you're right. And, and I, you normally, and by the way, you use, you use, you use that terminology. I've, I've already I've received heard that. Yeah, yeah. No, I get to. I feel great. I feel gratitude around that. I, I get excited with another opportunity to get another session in or read another chapter. So I, I 100% received that. And, and um, I appreciate, you know, the, uh, the coaching or the, the older grasshopper to the younger grasshopper. Because <laughs> I think it is. It's, it's all about how we speak to ourselves, the language we use, the adjectives, nouns that we, that, and verbs that we choose. Um, so yeah, I think it all, I think it all matters. So yeah, I appreciate that. And, and I've already given you your props. You, you, you're the young grasshopper teaching me to get an IG. <laughs> <laughs> now we just got to get you to turn it up a little bit more. I can give you some of those secrets. I will take the coaching right there for sure. So, uh, let's, let's dig deep into your first book and no, not deep. Let's go into your first book, but let's talk about the second book that's coming out. All right. And where you're thinking about launching it, but I want to go into gold nuggets. Um, and when you said that you were, define who you were and you were looking at certain people were there anybody you want to give a shout out to that really inspired? Um, yeah i would say one of my mentors myron golden for sure um i think neo davis as well uh i gotta give it up to my grandmoms you know like i she she was only in my life for a small amount of time but definitely continues to make a huge impact um and then just the version of me that i'm becoming i gotta get it up to myself you know so those, those are who i would uh who i would mention I love that answer because I've heard uh, two or three people say that when they, who's your hero and they, and they say my future self. Yeah. It has to be my future self. Definitely. <laughs> All right. So um, wrapping up this chapter with uh, the dose of hope to go into your books, uh, what is your purpose? How'd you, how'd you find it? How'd you create it? Man, that's, that's a really great question. I think my purpose is really to uh, inspire people to, to be better. Um, and I'm doing it in my way. Right. So it could be from speaking, you know, from the stage, it could be from taking action now. Um, it could be, uh, you know, even looking at the world like Mario. If you remember Mario Brothers back in classic Mario, his objective was to save the princess. But if you really look at it, his objective was to continue to open these question mark boxes that he didn't know what was going to come out of him. But every question mark box that he that he hit with his head and opened up, it was an opportunity. So what I, what I mean by that is, just let people know that every day is an opportunity. Like connect with people, meet people, network, build uh, bridges. You know, optimize opportunities. And um, you know, my my whole thing is just inspire people that come from places that I come from that look like uh, you know how I look. And um, you know, really let them know that you can really become whoever you want if you if you really you know desire uh, to do that. Well, it's funny you said Mario because. Uh... One of my first people that uh, gave me a chance as a photographer was Mario, the R&B singer. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and, and he had a project called Do Right Project. And it, it, he went and just helped kids that were lost or um, were just in, in need of mentorship. And he was a cool guy. And I, I just want to give a shout out because when you said Mario, I just thought you were talking to the guy that, that yeah, I got to Mario meet. Brothers. Yeah, Mario Brothers. <laughs> All right. So we know that you impact the world with the pod agency. So how did you come up with that? And t- tell us a little bit about a, the mission of that. Yeah. So the pod agency really helps entrepreneurs that are listening right now, entrepreneurs that are um, actually watching this in real time or the replay, right? Um, you right now may be struggling at 10K a month, 15 a month, 20 a month, maybe even five a month, whatever the case, whatever the situation may be. It's not because you need to, you know, uh, do more with your product and service. Just more people need to know who you are. 
So at the pod agency, what we do is we get you consistently, consistently in front of new audiences and we leverage podcast audiences to do that. Right. So, um, so if you're in credit, maybe you're in financial services, you know, or maybe you're an author, what we want to do is find out who's your target audience and then put you on those podcasters so you can get in front of more of those people. It's really just numbers at that point. You know, the more people know you, the more they can flow you. That's one of the issues that I had at one point was just like, you know, how am I going to continue to get in front of more people? And I was like, wait a minute, I got a podcast. How can I reverse engineer this? How can I do this another way? I was like, well, if I get on other people's podcasts consistently, then, then more people can know me. And it can literally be evergreen. So that's what we do at the pod agency. We take entrepreneurs just like Ken and get them on different platforms so you can let more people know that they need to smile and make, make more impact. Well, you know, I'm in. And I want to say, uh, I won't call you young grasshopper. I'll call you wise grasshopper now because <laughs> fact, you actually said something that is so on point uh, because I, I learned this and I, I've been in the business, I guess, of networking entrepreneurism to see this shift three times. Mm-hmm. So the first time I was at the cusp of the end of it, which was what you know makes you grow. Yeah. Okay. And then the second phase, which is also antiquated, it's not, it's not what's going to serve you. It's not what's going to um, really get you the abundance you want is who you know. Yeah. But what you said is where everything is. Who knows you? Who knows you? Yeah. Facts. And, but that's you evolution. Know. That's evolution yeah. of business. Because uh, think about it. Is that knowledge, then network, and then uh, uh, impact. Yeah, definitely. I would agree. All right. So you gave me some uh, great information about why the pod agency does what it does and how it, not necessarily how, but what things you'd get by working with the pod agency. What advice do you have for people about how to make a, a successful podcast? And obviously they should definitely work with you. However, if they don't know to get to you right away and they want to practice a little bit, give some advice there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll give you two answers. So I answer the question about how to have a successful podcast or how to really leverage that. And then I'll just give you another answer as far as how you how you can, you know, utilize some of the strategies at the pod agency to, to help you, um, you know, um, get a little further with your brand, get a little deeper reach. So as a podcast, you first have to understand you have to align your goals properly. What are your goals? You want to monetize? You want to grow your show? Um, you want to use it as a as a networking piece? It, podcast is 100 percent a cheat code to building um, relationship capital and, and connecting with as many people as possible. So you got to define what the goal is. So if your goal is to monetize, I want you right now to remove the idea that you that the only way to monetize with, with the podcast or the way that you should monetize with the podcast is uh, YouTube, Google AdSense, um, number one, you know, Spotify, uh, you know, downloads or streams, things like that. And then obviously merch. Those are absolutely you know, the worst ways to monetize your podcast fast. What I want you to, to think about is monetize through affiliate marketing, monetize by creating a community around your podcast. And we could talk about that a little bit deeper at some point. Um, also, uh, having your own products uh, and services. And then one thing I call the VIP package for your clients. So just imagine you go into a spa and you got the opportunity to do the regular spa or you got the opportunity to do the VIP or the deluxe version. Well, there's more value in the deluxe version, and a lot of your clients will want to take access to that because the deluxe version for you might be giving them more files, like giving them more value. That might be clips. That might be a commercial in their podcast episode. That might be access to your network of emails and text messages. You know, you might have 5,000 plus emails, 10,000 plus text messages or or whatever. So giving them more access. Those are the ways that you monetize immediately, right? And I would, again, I would use that, define what your goal is, and I would start using some of these non-traditional strategies, and you can monetize your podcast quickly. Now, from the pod agency side, if you're someone that uh, is looking to grow your business or just get in front of more people, I want you to use this one strategy. I'm going to give you one strategy. It's called the 5-2-W strategy. What the 5-2-W strategy is, there's 52 weeks in a year. If you spend 30 to 60 minutes on one podcast a week, for 52 weeks, that's 52 new platforms that you're on and you're sharing your story, how you make an impact, how you're inspiring and giving a call to action. And each of those different platforms are edifying you all at the same time. Now you can take that content 
You can redistribute it on your social media platforms. You can repost that podcast on your YouTube. You and can you can publish a book. Yep. Ads. There's so much you can do with that. But literally, if you take 30, 60 minutes, one, one time a week for the next 52 weeks, that's 52 podcasts. And all you did was spend 30 minutes to an hour. What happens if you decide to spend two hours a week? That's 104 different platforms that are going to edify you. And you could go the slow way. Which, what's the slow way? Slow way, maybe I don't want to uh, make an investment. Maybe I don't really have a tremendous marketing budget. That's fine. Find a free podcast that you can jump on. You can run the same uh, actual strategy because all shows don't necessarily have a ticket. They don't necessarily have a price point. Yeah. Well, Brandon, I got five quick questions I got to ask you before we let's, sign out. And let's I want go. To, yeah, all that advice was phenomenal, and it only tells me we got to have another conversation. So when we get your book to come out, I want to launch it with you, and yeah. I want to I want to bring it with you. So the five right. quick questions, as fast as we can do them. What book changed your life? Uh, Women and Millionaire. Okay. Uh, awesome. What What movie inspires you? Um, you know what? The Place Beneath the Pines and Coming to America. I will give you two. Okay. And a song that gets you going. A song that gets me going is uh, Put On by Jeezy and Kanye West. I know that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. And um, what? who's your hero? My hero? That's a really great question. Um, man, I don't know. That's a, you got okay, to who would you like to meet? Who would you like to meet you haven't met? Who would I like to meet? I I'd probably I'd probably say like Kevin Hart. I would like to meet Kevin Hart. That'd be a that'd good be choice. Interesting meeting. Yeah. And what's a quote you live by? Uh, success loves speed, you know, um, consistency, commitment, dedication, and doing more equals success. Amen. You know, consistency is integrity. Mm-hmm. So how do people reach you again? Uh, I'll, okay, I'll give you two ways. So you can go to Instagram at it's Brendan Boyd. So at I-T-S, Brendan, B-R-E-N-D-A-N, Boyd, B-O-I-D. Or if you guys want access to my free training, you can, you can text the word guest. Text GUEST, G-U-E-S-T, to 213-410-4920. Text GUEST to 213-410-4920. You'll get access to my free uh, podcast guesting mastery workshop. And I'll Man. give you all these um, pod agency strategies so you can um, you know, get in front of more people, make impact, and turn that audience into leads back into your business. Or you can go to my IG and just like go, Wham, wham, wham. <laughs> All right, Brendan. Well, you are awesome. I'm so glad I met you. Thank you to Leo and Ray who uh, introduced me to The Better Way. And this is Ken Roshan on Voice America. Giving a big shout out to Jeff Spinard, the angel in the sky who created Voice America. And stay amplified. If you see someone who's got an inspiring story, please connect them to both of us because we would like to publish them and air them for what the good that they're doing in life. So stay amplified. See you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.